And we've got Anchor Castbox, Tumblr, uh, Rumble TV, and more. So <laughs> now, Twitch TV, behave yourself, kids. You're in church. You know, I got to say that every message because I always get these real strange, weird comments about fish and spaghetti and hamburgers and stuff. And I'm not talking about that. We're talking about the Bible. So get your Bibles, your cups of coffee. Uh, pens, papers, notebook, tablets, highlighters for your highlighters, and settle in. Oh, I got a lot for you, friends. I'm going into the archive series again, and I am going to look at a short history of the Holy Bible, my friends, through the podcast notes here, and of course, more. So we are going to open up with our uh, the usual podcast notes, the scripture notes as usual. So, uh, yeah, live <laughs> right here, Friday nights, uh, after 11.30 here. It is Friday, November 11th here uh, on Melon TV Plus. So uh, settle in. Let's get some church, new schedule, uh, same as the old one. <laughs> and uh, as I just got a message pop through the uh, channel there. I wanted to make sure I got that. So, um, all right. Well, it's time to get some church friends. Pastor Rick, Worldwide Live Ministry Podcast Network. We got the lights all on, uh, you know, as usual. So let's get into it, friends. Come on in, settle down, and let's read our Bibles. Let's pray it in. And uh, then we're going to look at some scriptures. Again, the archive series, opening notes, and more. Multi-recording, multi-streaming, as usual. Now, I did uh, kind of bump into that cross. Uh, I was kind of uh, readjusting everything, and my table is sitting right here. I remembered this time to pull it out so I could get to it. But that is an extra table that I have sitting here that I can actually, uh, you know, get to my other Bibles and notes and stuff like that. So settle in. Let's get going, friends. Heavenly Father, thank you again. Another opportunity, another chance to share this good news gospel. I thank you for this day, this morning, this afternoon, and this evening, late night here. Uh, Father God, as uh, I get into another uh, Bible study podcast here and share this good news gospel. Thank you always for this, uh, you know, for the chance and for the, uh, the uh, just these opportunities that, that I get. It's awesome. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just thank you for everything. You're just uh, everything you provide and, and keep doing. It's just awesome. Um, Father God, I want to lift up uh, everybody watching, everybody hearing these messages. I want to lift them up right now. Father God, um, as I give this over to you, so watch over them, uh, lift them up, encourage your hearts. Uh, you know, uh, everybody watching, everybody hearing, everybody, uh, you know, family, friends, everybody connected uh, that are going through their day, their morning, their night, their, you know, the, the trials and the tribulations, uh, all, everything's going on in their lives. Just watch over them. Protect them, guide them, and guard them, Father God, as you do. I, uh, I just am thankful, grateful, and very humbled 
uh, to be called into this ministry, this mission that you called me to, and, and you know, the, this, uh, this, this mission, uh, Father God, that if you, you've chosen and called me out. So thank you for that. Thank you again for the Wi-Fi uh, protection uh, over the studio again, over the, the whole protection over the studio and the Wi-Fi uh, and all the equipment, everything. This is for you, Father God. Uh, so again, I lay the lay the net or drop the net, pick up the cross, and keep following you over everything and every decision and uh, everything in 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 my life. Thank you for that, Father God. For again, for this uh, time I get to spend here in the Bible and share it with the friends and family. And uh, I ask all this in Jesus' name right now. Amen and amen. All right, my friends. Oh, it's time to rattle the cage of the devil. That's right. Uh, that's right. I get choked up. I get choked up. You can't help but get choked up in the word here. Well, let's grab that fresh brewed cup of coffee. My friends, like I said, lots of lights happening. I don't know why that glow is going on. Uh, that's a little more unusual or more unusual than usual. <laughs> I, I don't know. But uh, wow, is there a lot of lights. And I even only have the uh, one overhead and, of course, the one here at the desk. So it's bright. Don't forget to wear your sunglasses to church, friends. Well, just here, not at regular church. Don't do that, you know. All right. Got my bug protector on. <laughs> Got the, uh, you know, got to roll up the sleeves here. Well, let's get into it, uh, friends, brothers and sisters, church. Let's get into it. Uh, I am glad you're here. It is, again, November 11th, after 1130, late night Friday edition here. Uh, Bible study podcast on Melon TV. Uh, you know, I had some issues with this channel before, and... Um, so I kind of got to watch, uh, you know, the timing or something. Like I said, I don't know what's going on with our Wi-Fi. Uh, it's it's kind of discouraging, you know, all that money we pay. And then and when we get it is just down. So I pray. And when I get an opportunity to podcast here, I jump on it. So, again, a late night broadcast here. Appreciate you guys. I really do. Let's get into it, friends. Got a lot for you. Let's get right uh, right into it, I think we're going to just boot up and suit up right away. Uh, I think I want to go right into the uh, armor of God, so get your notes out. Uh, that's right. Uh, let's go into uh, Ephesians six ten through 20. Uh, amen. The whole armor of God. Let's keep motivated. Let's keep moving. Uh, again, Twitch TV, hold your thoughts and your comments. Please wait till the end of the broadcast or... On a separate time, it's a little distracted or distracting when I get asked in the middle of a sermon, uh, "What kind of donuts do I like with my spaghetti?" I have literally got a question like that in the middle of my broadcast, and my jaw dropped. There's no answer for that. Um, yeah, and then um, then I got what kind of. I think they're just being funny. Uh, but uh, somebody asked me what kind of grape jelly I like in my donuts or my coffee or something like that. 
I'm not answering those questions. We are not here for that. So, again, uh, Twitch TV, behave yourself and be nice, right? All right. Well, let's get into it. Uh, we got a lot to cover, a lot to read again tonight, and uh, glad you guys are with me. Appreciate each and every one of you watching, subscribing, following on all the channels worldwide, not just a fancy catchphrase, literally figuratively worldwide, friends. Amen. What a blessing it is from God. All right. Well, <laughs> pull a pulpit up here. And uh, let's go right to the Bible, Ephesians 6, 10 through 20 in our notes. We are going to armor up, my friends. That's right. Get get going here. Pastor Rick, Worldwide Live Ministry Podcast Network. Uh, live right here at Mellon TV again. Let's go, friends. Amen. All right. Finally, my brethren and sisters, be strong in the Lord, he says, and in the power. Did you hear that, friends? In the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that she may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against the spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to, uh, to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod to the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, and that therein I may speak boldly, as I ought to speak, friends. Amen? All right. Sounds good to me. Let me check my monitor here. All right. I have the tablet pulled up just uh, in case here. There goes my mic. So, um, just in case, you know. All right. And, of course, I have all the, you know, the other phones and stuff. Now, I am live on Tumblr, Getter, all those channels. We are live. We got uh, LinkedIn with us tonight. Uh, we've got uh, Black Talk Radio, Spreaker 1 and 2. And there's that Nat again. He is buzzing me. Oh, mercy. That figures. Um, so I'm going to try to get around that. Hopefully it won't be too much here. But uh, anyway, yeah, LinkedIn. Twitter is live right now. If you guys happen to have Twitter, uh, go check that out. And uh, let me get to that. So, uh, got an extra monitor here on my phone, So, and that is hopefully shut down the volume off, so I won't be bothered here. All right. All right, so let me pull up the monitors here, see what I got going on, and uh, double check. Now, I'm going to have to do something with the with the lights, I sure don't know what is going on with that. 
Uh, that is really not good. Oops. Now, I thought I had the volume off, but it turned itself back on. Huh. All right. Well, it's it's good to go. All right. So that's good. That's a good sign. All the channels are up. Instagram, TikTok, uh, Rizzle, all that stuff. So thank you guys again for being on there and supporting the channel. I, I do appreciate that. And, well, I said Instagram. I did. <laughs> I just checking myself. Make sure I'm awake, right? All right. Let's adjust the microphone for the 30,000 times. I don't know. I'll keep adjusting it till I get it right. So, anyhow, let's get going, friends. How about the uh, Sinner's Prayer of Salvation? Let's go ahead and read that. Um, and get a hold of me, Worldwide Live Ministry Podcast at Yahoo.com. That is the official. Uh, email for the ministry here. I appreciate you guys uh, sending your prayer requests in. All right, dear God, I know that I'm a sinner and I need a savior. I want to turn away from my sinful life to the life you have planned for me. Please forgive me for my sins. Cleanse me of my past. Make me new. I know your son, Jesus Christ, died on the cross for me. And we're going to make that uh, personal here, friends. We know that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, died on the cross for us as he became the propitiation for our sins, friends. All right. I believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead. And at this very moment, uh, friends, take a deep breath right now. I accept, confess, and proclaim Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior to live in my heart from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace that has saved me from my sins uh, and has given me eternal life. Please send your Holy Spirit to guide me and to help me to do your will for the rest of my life. And in Jesus' name, friends, church, brethren, and sistren, uh, we say amen to that. And amen again, just because we can, really. Right? <laughs> All right. Well, got a lot to cover, so let's get uh, continue here. Now, how about the serenity prayer, my friends? You know, I always got to share that with you. I always got to give you that peace and uh, encouragement here. All right. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardships as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did, uh, the sinful world as it is, as we know, friends, it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if, now here's again, here's the key, if I surrender to his will, uh, that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Amen for that. All right, all right, all right. Let's go to the next. We got the Lord's Prayer. Let's lay it out for you, friends. Or let's, uh, well, it is laid out for us, but let's say it, right? Come on now. Uh, <laughs> our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive 
uh, them that uh, trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, church, and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever, because it is. Amen? Amen. All right. Sounds good, friends. Oh, mercy. Let's get into this podcast. I got so much for you. I don't know if it'll be two hours, but, you know, I never know here. So bear with me and, uh, you know, settle in and uh, let's get some church. So we are going to look. Oh, my word, friends. I got some good stuff for you tonight. Uh, It is a double-packed, jam-packed Bible study podcast. Boy, is it good, friends. We are going to look at a short history of of the Holy Bible, friends. That's right. All right. And by the way, I got my <laughs> my right glasses on this time. The other pile is kind of sitting down there. So uh, let me know if y'all <laughs> need some glasses because I got some. I got some pairs for you. All right. So let's see what's happening on the latest. Now I got... Uh, I'm able to do some posts on YouTube. Uh, if you guys haven't seen them yet, they are uh, they're there, and I'm working on it. Um, so uh, it's uh, it's happening. So we got that. I've got the ability to do that. And as I'm just checking uh, YouTube there again on the main page, if you guys are just dialing into YouTube, happen to check it out. There it is. Uh, I am live on that main page, so what a blessing! And I found out that they're actually that YouTube's actually recommending the podcast. Um, I looked up search and stuff, and apparently they are uh, uh, <laughs> they're putting me on the high recommend well the you know the normal recommendation stuff. So that is pretty awesome. Uh, what a blessing as I continue to, you know, grow the channel. You know, God's doing it. I'm just, I'm just doing what I've been called to do. So uh, thank you guys for, again, for your subscriptions, uh, subscribing on all the channels, supporting it. I'm trying to get these uh, as best I can. You know, I'm really, really trying to, uh, you know, bring you guys some good content and some church service here. Uh, it'll be a little bit more, uh, you know, um, consistent. I know I, I got an email that said, well, you're consistently inconsistent, and I kind of hurt a little bit, but I got a busy schedule, people, and I don't know how else to balance that out. You know, like I said, between working and getting all the, you know, the the all the renovations and taking care of stuff and dealing with everything. And then then the studying, of course, takes some time to do that as well. So anyway, I'm here. So again, I'm doing the best I can here, friends. And, uh, you know, you guys know what's happening here and know what's going on. Uh, I'm going to be, you know, on here as often and, and as much as I can. Um, again, Monday through Sunday, we got Monday to Saturday, or 10.30, relatively around that area, around that time frame. And then Sunday mornings, 11.30, uh, as I'm going to do Sunday and Monday back-to-back on Restream. Got a, you know, double, a double shot there. 
and uh, then I'm going to kind of mix it up again right here at Melon TV and, of course, again, StreamYard um, with the Canva videos. How awesome is that? That is really neat. Um, so let's, uh, as I, I definitely got to move my schedule uh, over where I can see it. It's kind of tucked away on the board here. So, well, let's get into this, friends. I hope you guys are taking notes. Uh, and I'll, you know, I'll go through this. Uh, this will be the main, actually part of the main first part here of the podcast. So um, check it out, friends. A short history of the Holy Bible, brothers and sisters. I'm telling you, this is good. All right. Now we're going to start off with the very first one here. The Age of the Bible. And again, this is out of the King James Study Bible I have. So I'm just going to kind of dig into some notes here. Uh, amen. Get that microphone in the right position. All right. So uh, again, real quick, not a sponsor, but uh, Canva and, oh, where is it at? I put it way up here. Music, uh, Radio Creative. That's what you hear on the Spreaker podcast intros. Um, again, not a sponsor, but I uh, just love what they do. You, you just uh, send in whatever you, you want as your message. You send it out, <laughs> and it's like very quick. It replies pretty fast. And, uh, and then they give you that wonderful intro that you, that you hear all the time on my podcast, so on Spreaker. So, uh, amen. Let's keep going. Got a <laughs> Like I said, we're gonna we're gonna aggravate the devil a little bit more here. So the first part of this is the age of the Bible. That's the first one we're gonna look at. The main uh, part of this again, um, the title is uh, a short history of the Holy Bible, friends. All right, the Holy Bible is not only the greatest; it's the best of all books. Its history has been very difficult to trace. Yet the same divine guidance that set its authors to work to write it, uh, it has made Christians delve into the midst of the past to learn all about it. We find out more about it every day through the research of learned men and things that are now hidden from us regarding its or it, uh, doubtless will be revealed in the course of time. Uh, as to its authors and age, however, we know a very uh, great deal. It uh, was written by about 40, friends, 40 different men. And as it comes to us, it looks, or it took about 1,600 years to compose. Now, I would keep that down as your uh, notes there. So, they're saying it's about 40 different uh, prophets, uh, disciples there, or men, as it says. And it comes to us, uh, and it took about 1,600 years to compose. We know pretty accurately that Moses began it about the year 15. 100 B.C. for that, friends. Uh, and that John, 
who wrote the last book, Revelation, finished it about the year A.D. 90, which estimate, uh, estimate fills out the 16 centuries. There you go. Now, the Bible gets its name from a Greek word, which means the little books. And I will have to fix that in a bit, but I'm going to leave it there. Gradually, in the course of many years, this word uh, came to stand for something more than little books, friends, of which the big book was composed. It came to mean the book or the holy book, and finally it came to mean just what it means today, the holy book of books, friends. Now, the wonderful book, or this wonderful book, as it says, and it is, of course, it is a wonderful uh, Bible there, uh, or book. Uh, The wonderful book is composed of two parts, the Old Testament, the law, and the New Testament, when Jesus arrived, friends, and was born. Uh, The Old Testament has in it 39 books or parts, It contains God's account of the creation of the world, a history of the Jewish people and God's dealing with them, a number of books written by the great uh, Jewish prophets in which are foretold the things that happen in the New Testament, uh, as well as a number of beautiful books of purely religious character, such as the five books of Psalms, friends, all right? The men who wrote the Old Testament uh, left off uh, work on it about 400 years before Jesus Christ was born. And the New Testament begins with the birth of Jesus and covers a period of about 75 years down to the time when the faith of Christianity was being extended by the men, uh, Jesus himself, chose to go out into the world and tell about it. Now, uh, again, the NLT has 27 books. All right. Uh, Now, let's see. Uh, Now, let's go back to the notes here. Now, again, the New Testament contains 27 books, four of which are especially known as Gospels because they tell uh, particularly of the life of Jesus. All right, and the word gospel means good tidings or good news because of the tidings of salvation, and it brings to those who read it. All right, so that was the first part. Now let's get to the second part here. The formation of the Bible and languages, friends. Now, the student of the Bible must not think that the Bible is one as one reads it is in its original form. All right. Now, the men who wrote it did so much with labor, just as letters are now written. And on on the things which were used by them, just as we use paper, uh, not until the great art of printing was discovered that it was possible to get a Bible such as we now have, uh, friends. 
Now, instead, church, uh, it says readers of the Bible used many thousands of written pages, kept carefully bound together. Of these, there were many copies, but not nearly enough to go uh, go around uh, among those who wished to possess uh, a copy, right? All right. Now, the men who wrote the Bible used two or three different languages. In the Old Testament, the older must, uh, most were written in Hebrew, which is, uh, and I have the copy of the actual Torah. So, and I read out of there every day. That's my uh, about an hour to two hours every single day, seven days a week, studying that because it is so intense and there's a lot in there to learn. Uh, so we're we're going to go on here, but we're talking about. Uh, in the different languages, right? So, uh, which again was, uh, most were written in Hebrew. Now, while portions were written in Aramaic, a language somewhat similar to Hebrew, uh, the New Testament was written in a form of the Greek language. From these languages, the Bible has been translated into almost every known tongue. Interesting uh, there, Now, the growth of the Bible from two collections of smaller books into one grand, uh, also or whole, was very slow. But God directed it, uh, or directed the minds of the man um, that were, or, let's see, let's backtrack here just a second. Now, the minds of men that they finally did the work and did it well. This was called forming the canon of Scripture. Uh, Now, let me get my notes here. Now, canon is the word which means rod or rule. The term applied to the Bible uh, means that it is the rule or form of God's word to mankind. In other words... The way God wants man to read what God has to say to him. Amen. Boy, is that good. Now, the canon of the Old Testament was formed first. Uh, This was done by the Jews 400 years before Christ was born. Led by divine guidance, Jewish scholars gathered together all of Israel's sacred writings Um, and developed one complete work. Now, after the death of Jesus, God led men to write the Gospels and letters that would someday become the New Testament. Religious councils met and discussed the writings over several hundred years uh, before the final canon was agreed upon and became arranged in its present form. I have to readjust my microphone here, or my headset. Uh, there it is. I'll be getting new. again. Every time I move my headset, uh, microphone actually, um, I lose, uh, let's see, make sure that's straightened out there. Um, I actually lose um, the, <laughs> the earpiece uh, to hear the mixer. So that's a really, really key there that I keep that in there. But again, I got a new one coming, so that's going to uh, really help a lot. So, 
Uh, hopefully I won't have these issues anymore, but we'll kind of see how that goes. All right, let's keep rolling, friends. Of course, as he says, there have been, uh, <laughs> I'm just checking monitors here in Mixer. Uh, there have been many different translations of the Bible. The first ones were made into Greek and Latin from the best of these. One called the Septuagint made at Alexandra. Now, I'll give you a spelling on that one. Uh, S-E-P-T-U-A-G-I-N-T. That is the Septuagint. Amen. Now, that was made in Alexandria, Egypt, about 270 B.C. to 150 B.C. A little bit of history there. Now, it became an important source document. The chapter and verse subdivisions of the Bible, the descriptive headings of the chapters and the presence of italics, or or sloping letters, as it is called here, uh, in the text did not exist in the original. Now, the, the division into chapters, which was far or for greater ease of reading and quotation, was made in the 13th century by Cardinal Hugo or Archbishop Langston. Now that is in the notes here. So at a later period, as it keeps going, church here, Probably A.D. 1551, it says uh, Robert Stevens made the division into verses. They were very imperfect and sometimes greatly obscure the meaning of the presence of italics uh, is due to the fact on this one that in many instances it is or was necessary to introduce words to make a clear meaning which could not be translated easily or to supply deficiencies due to differences in languages. Now, what the books of the Bible contain, that is uh, number three, if you're writing notes there, the Holy Bible is divided into two great parts, again, called the Old Testament and the New Testament. Each is complete and distinct in itself as far as the subjects treated are concerned. But through both, uh, both run God's revelation of himself to man, his promise of salvation, his laws, and wishes for man to follow. Uh, there you go for that. All right. Now, we're going to go into number four here. The book's of the Old Testament here. Now, the 39 books of the Old Testament are divided, church, into four subdivisions. The Pentateuch, the historical books, the poetical books, and the prophetical books. There you go. So again, let me go back over them just in case here, friends. Uh, the, it says the 39 books of the Old Testament are divided uh, into four subdivisions. The first one is the Pentateuch, the historical, uh, historical books, the poetical books, and the prophetical books. 
All right, now the Pentateuch contains the earliest Hebrew history, and the Hebrew law as laid down by in the foundation of Moses. Now, it consists of the live books of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, France, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. That is your first set of the books. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Now, the historical books contain the further history of the Hebrews up to the time of the writing of the Old Testament ceased. The, uh, and as they consist of 12 books, uh, we look at Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First and Second Samuel, First uh, and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, and Esther. So there you go on that second part there of the Old Testament. Now the poetical book contains uh, such of the poetry and the philosophy of the Hebrews as been preserved. They consist of five books. Job and the five books of Psalm, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, the Song of Solomon, and known as it is, it's also known as the uh, Canticles. All right. Now, the prophetical books, friends, contain the warnings and utterances of the Hebrew prophets. There are 17 in this one. The major prophets and the 12 minor prophets, which I have done lots of Bible study podcasts uh, with those. The major ones are Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, and Daniel. Now we're going to move over to the minor prophets, uh, right? <laughs> the minor ones. Uh, that is Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, which we just read out of last night. Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, and uh, Malachi, right? Amen. Now, we're going to move on over to the Pentateuch books here, friends. Genesis, as its name implies, tells of the beginnings of things. How the world, and let me get this continued over here. Uh, made and man placed upon it of the fall of man through sin and yielding to temptation, as we know of in Genesis. Let me scoop my chair back a little bit. There it is. Um, of God's original promise to man of salvation through righteousness. It also tells of the dispersion of the man through the flood and the beginning of the history of the Hebrews. Now, Genesis, as we know, contains 
uh, 50 chapters here uh, and was written by Moses about 1500 B.C. Now, Exodus gets its name from the fact that it tells of the departure of Exodus of the Hebrews from Egypt as he led his people out of Egypt. All right, it also tells of the wanderings of the Hebrews in the wilderness and of the giving of the law to the Israelites by God through Moses. Uh, it was written almost certainly by Moses about the year 1485 B.C. and contains 40 chapters. Now, Leviticus is a continuation of the books of Exodus. Let me get my notes together on that. Uh, it takes the name from the fact that it contains the ceremony, uh, ceremonial and the religious law, the performance of which was entrusted to the tribe of the Levites. It contains 27 chapters and was apparently written by Moses about the year 1470 B.C., friends, on that one. All right, now Numbers is so called, are so named because it specifically tells of the census or numberings of the Hebrews. It also tells of the history of the Hebrews on their journey or journeyings after leaving Egypt. The sequel... It continues. Amen. All right. Uh, so it contains 36 chapters, friends. 36 chapters. And apparently was written by Moses about 1460 B.C. Now, you, are you following the math here? Wow. Was that a long journey for that? All right, now we get into the book of Deuteronomy, the last book of the Pentateuch. It gets its name from the fact that it contains a second account of the giving of the law. It exhorts to obedience. It contains also an account of the death of Moses within sight of the promised land. The book contains 34 chapters and was written partially by Moses and partially by Joshua, right? The date is written, or of writing, is about 1450 B.C. Now, we get into the historical books. Joshua, this book, begins the historical books. It tells of the entrance of the Israelites, in to the promised land. All right. Uh, and the conquest of it. It contains 24 chapters and was written partially by Joshua and partially or partly by some unknown author. And that was about 1410 B.C. Now we get into Judges here. That is in the Old Testament, what the Acts of the Apostles is to the New. It tells of the troubled times through which the Israelites passed after the death of Joshua. And uh, reformers for the ruling and leading of the nation. It brings the student up to the time of Eli. 
and pro- uh, probably was written largely by Samuel. It contains 21 chapters and covers a period of about 300 years. Now we get into Ruth here, friends, the book of Ruth. It contains some history of great value regarding the early ancestry. There it is. Boy, is that a tongue twister. Uh, oh, wow. So, uh, the ancestry of Jesus. But it's chiefly remarkable, or is chiefly remarkable, for the story of Naomi and Ruth and Boaz. It contains only four chapters, and as the author and date are unknown. Now, I have done uh, a podcast on that, too, on that book. Now, Samuel, these two books take their name from the great prophet Judge. Both contain historical matter of great importance, uh, including the careers of Eli and Samuel. The last of the judges and the first two kings of the Hebrews Saul and David. Samuel wrote a part of the first book, while it is probable that Nathan and Jeremiah had a large share in the authorship of both of them. All right, now the first book contains 31 chapters, and the second, 24 chapters. Now, Kings, as we get into those two books there, These two books contain the history of the Hebrews so far as the independent kingdom of Israel is concerned. The narrative runs from the death of David through the greatness of the reign of Solomon and the wickedness of the kings that followed him down to the destruction of Jerusalem Uh, The first two captives, a period of about 425 years, is covered. Both books may have been written by Jeremiah. The first contains 22 chapters, and the second, it says, has 25. Amen. So I had to make sure my headset was uh, not too crooked anyway. All right, so we're going to continue a short history of the Bible. Friends, on this Friday late night Bible study, we're already getting into the Sabbath day here, Saturday morning. Welcome. Good to see you, friends. Trying to be a little bit more consistent. (laughs) Trying to get back on track here. Uh, Amen. Double checking my microphones. I got them cool lab mics here going on so I can multitask, as I always like to do. All right, again, friends, we're looking at the short history of the Bible. We're going to look at everything. That's going to be our first part here. Uh, And then I've got a lot of Bible scriptures for you, as I always do here. On the podcast, welcome my brothers and sisters, Pastor Rick, Worldwide Live Ministry Podcast Network. We are here live in the studio again, Melon TV with all our friends, brothers and sisters, Right here live, friends. Good to see you guys. All right, I gotta get me some coffee. <laughs> it's always a good time for some coffee in a Bible study, my friends. Am I right? Amen. All right. 
Well, keep the faith. Keep pressing in, friends. Dig into that word. Agitate the devil by stepping on his toes by reading the Bible, right? All right, let's go. We got Chronicles, friends. Now, these two books are uh, really, uh, right, Hebrew national religious records. But they also contain a history of the kingdom of Judah and many important family records. The authors of the book, which contains 29 and 36 chapters, right, uh, respectively, are believed to have been Ezra and Daniel. All right. Now, Ezra takes up the history of the Jews, beginning with the return from the captivity and goes over a period of about 80 years, telling of the rebuilding of the Temple of Jerusalem and the religious reformation of the Bible. The author, Ezra, as we know, was one of the greatest of the Jewish historians. The book contains 10 chapters. Good to see you guys live here this morning. Um, amen, amen. Hold your thoughts, friends. I am doing a little bit of a Bible study here with the short history of the Bible. Now, Nehemiah is a companion book to Ezra, continuing the history of the Jews after the captivity. Now, it looks at its author, uh, Nehemiah, was also a great Jewish historian. This book contains 13 chapters. Esther takes its name from the uh, its principal figure, uh, the beautiful Hebrew queen of uh, King Ahasuerus. It tells of her, uh, her elevation to the throne and how she overthrew the conspiracy formed by Haman for the slaughter of the Jews. It contains 10 chapters. All right, now we've got the number seven here, the poetical books. And just getting back to the question, uh, Christian, basically Christian. So that's what I teach here. That's what I'm doing. Uh, as I had a question pop in on, uh, after I just said that, uh, I had a question pop in on Twitch TV. So there is your answer. <laughs> so we're going to keep moving. Thank you guys again for hanging out, jumping online here with me uh, this morning now, after 1230 here. Uh, amen. All right. So we are looking at a short history of the Bible. We're going to continue here with the poetical books. Amen. Uh, now, Job is the first of the poetical books. And one of the most remarkable books of the whole Bible and has been the subject of much debate among Bible scholars. It's the story of Job, uh, a patriarch, as he says, who is tested by God. It is a full, or full of great beauty and wisdom. In many ways, it reminds the reader of Bunyan's, right? Or Pilgrim's Progress. Amen. Uh, its authorship and date are writing are unknown. It contains 42 chapters. The Psalms, which is five books, 
uh, form another of the Bible's wonderful books. Now, the book is really a, a manual for devotional reading. No matter what the condition of the reader's mind is or mind or what is needs. Now, every form of sorrow, joy, repentance, um, aspiration, there it is. Look like something else here, but there it is. Uh, and prayer and hope, of course, uh, finds expression in one or another of the Psalms. Now, persons learned, as it says in Bible lore, have divided the book into four parts. Now, as follows. Uh, and I hope you guys are taking notes for this. So, as we get in, again, the short history of the Bible here, uh, it looks at the Davidic Psalms, or Psalms attributed to David, 1 to 72 inclusive. Uh, the Asaphic uh, the Psalm or Psalms attributed to Asaph, which is 73 to 89 inclusive. Psalms of the captivity or Psalms written in prophecy of or during the captivity, 90, uh, and this is the chapters that it's saying, uh, 90 to 106 inclusive and Psalms of the Restoration, or Psalms written in prophecy of or uh, during the Restoration, uh, 107 to 150, inclusive. Now, all the Psalms are poems, as we know. Their authorship doubtless includes many men. Uh, among them, again, being Moses, uh, David, Asaph, Ezra, Nehemiah, and Jeremiah. Now, this book contains, friends, and here it is. This is a lot of books in the uh, book of Psalm. 150 chapters in all five books. Amazing. Now, we're going to move on to Proverbs here. Now, that's the book of wisdom, as we know. A collection of wise sayings attributed to Solomon, of course, right? But probably only collected by him. It contains 31 chapters. That's, you know, there you go, 31 chapters. Now, Ecclesiastes. Uh, that's a companion book to Proverbs. Its title means the preacher, as we know. Like Proverbs, it has been attributed to Solomon, and it contains 12 chapters. Now, we get into number 14 here, uh, the Song of Solomon. Now, that's another of the Bible's remarkable poems. It has been regarded as telling in allegory of the love between Christ and his church. Amen for that, right? Amen for that. Uh, and it contains eight chapters and is doubtfully attributed to Solomon. And uh, <laughs> hold that thought. Time out. I got to put my earpiece back in. Man, oh man, I tell you, I can't wait to get the new one. Uh, all right. So we get into the prophetical books. 
Uh, and that is the uh, coming of Jesus, as we know. Now, Isaiah, the first of the pro- prophetical books of the Bible, which cover a period of four centuries, it takes its name from the author and the greatest of all Hebrew prophets. This is the first book of the Old Testament in which there is a clear and undoubted reference to the coming of Jesus. And in fact, the entire book is practically uh, rich in prophecy regarding the Lord Jesus Christ. Isaiah contains 60 chapters and was written about 700 B.C. Uh, Amen. All right, now Jeremiah gets uh, gets its title from the supposed author. The prophet of that name, he takes the Hebrews to task for their worship of false gods and their sins. Uh, exhorts them to repentance and makes several prophecies regarding Jesus. Now the book contains 52 chapters. All right. Now we're going to look at Lamentations here it is also by Jeremiah. It is remarkable for its poetic beauty and arrangement. The theme is sorrow and lamentation for the sins of the Hebrews. Uh, and it contains five chapters on that. Now, Ezekiel, it gets its name from its author or the author, Ezekiel. And uh, I think that's that gnat visiting again, coming around the corner. Ah, brother. All right. So, again, it's right there. And I think that's that's that. Uh, I have a gnat flying, like floating around the studio, and I can't get rid of it. Uh, and, boy, is it bugging me. All right. So, Lamentations is also by Jeremiah. It is remarkable for its poetic beauty and arrangement. The theme is sorrow and lamentation for the sins of the Hebrews, and it contains five chapters. Ezekiel gets its name from its author, Ezekiel the prophet of the captivity. Uh, It is wonderfully rich in prophecy for telling the coming of Christ. And it is to the Old Testament what Revelation is to the New It contains 48 chapters. That's a lot of chapters there. Now, Daniel gets its name from the author, who was a man of princely rank. Amen, right? Uh, It is half history and half prophecy. In it, it's the story of Nebuchadnezzar. The book contains 12 chapters. Hosea is the first of the minor prophets uh, or um, prophetical books. There it is. Um, Hang on here. All right. So that is the first in the minor books of the prophetical books. As he says, it is full of rebuke to the Jews for their wickedness. The book contains 14 chapters. And Joel, the next one here, uh, gets its name from its author of whom little is known, save that he lived about 830 B.C. He calls the people, 
to repentance and foretells the coming of, as we know, the Holy Spirit. All right. Now, the book contains three chapters. Now, Amos follows much of the same lines as Joel. The book contains nine chapters, and Obadiah is the shortest of the prophetical books. It contains only one chapter. Now, Jonah. Jonah. 